I think the one thing I'm really most looking forward to is my first opening day at City Field with people in the stands this year. Your top three moments so far in your Mets career. I think my favorite home run against the Yankees, it was bottom of the ninth, Chapman's up, he hung a slider, and then I tie it, and then we win the game in extras, which was so sick. That was a really good one. One of your buddies, Harrison Bader, just joined the team. And you have any guess of what family-friendly story he can tell us? And then my nose is on the other side of the face. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm bleeding. I'm like, what just happened? Yes. This is wild. <laughs> Welcome to Meet at the Apple. I'm Vito Calisi. That's Jonathan Barron. And over here is Pete Alonzo, a man who does not need much introduction to Mets fans. Pete, I know you've been getting a lot of questions about next year and what's in the future, but we're not going to talk about that at all right not now. Here, so Mets fans, here. we don't want to hear about it. We just want to talk to Pete about fun stuff. Yeah. Now, Pete, things you're into. One, you're a big animal guy. The things you and Haley are doing mm -hmm. for animal rescue and dogs is incredible. You want to talk about, whoa, we got live TV. Yes. This is wild. <laughs> You want to talk a little bit about how important that is to you and how much joy you've gotten from doing this project? Yeah, so uh, we're really excited this year uh, to start this initiative at the Alonzo Foundation. Uh, $1,000 per home run. We're really, um, we're really excited to be able to impact um, some rescues in a positive way. And all the funds are going to either go to transport, food, beds, toys, uh, you name it, anything animal rescue, dog related. That's what, uh, that's what the funds are going to be going to. And we have uh, some really excellent organizations lined up that we're ready to work with. Uh, we just need to get the season started so we, can, uh, so we can start donating. Where did this idea come from? Did you grow up with pets? Do you have a lot of pets? So um, my wife and I, we naturally, we love, obviously love animals. Uh, we have two rescue dogs. And, uh, and also we fostered, uh, we fostered a rescue dog from a kill shelter this off season. And it was the most, one of the most rewarding experiences. Um, and uh, it's funny, so her, her name was Lucy. She's a black lab. She was at a kill shelter in Dallas. And she, uh, so we, she was set to be put down on, on Christmas day. And we were like, we, we can't have that. So we organized transport, got her out of there. She was actually, so Christmas Eve, she left Dallas and then she arrived like Christmas, like Christmas day. At, uh, at like seven o'clock. And so we had her for three weeks. We found a, her forever home and she's absolutely thriving and I couldn't be more happier. And if, if I didn't travel so much, I definitely, like we would definitely be like more, we, we would definitely be open to like fostering more, more animals uh, before they find their forever home. It's such a rewarding experience, highly recommend. That's amazing. I mean, I have a dog, so anyone that has a dog can understand and relate just how much we all love them. You said you guys have two dogs. What are your dogs' names? Uh, Brody and Apollo. All right, any, uh, any origin stories for those names? Uh, Is Brody Jaws? No. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, no, so uh, Brody, Brody was uh, originally named Brady, but we didn't, like, he didn't really kind of take to it. You but didn't he's, vibe with it? He's such a, like, I know it's just like a vowel change, but he's such such a he's such a brody and then apollo it just fit him fit him perfectly so yeah we're yeah you know, we love our boys and um and yeah they they're they're they provide a lot of joy and it's they're part of the family so we talked about this a little bit before we started we have a mutual friend in chris stefano mm -hmm. the guy that you've had come out for your charity event do some stand-up and you've been getting in a little stand-up yourself now, is this something you might even want to do more, maybe after baseball's over, get some stage time, maybe hit the cellar this season? Well, I think for me, I think my first, so when we did our first comedy event, I, I think I did like a, 
10 minute bid at Gotham Comedy Club. Like that was, uh, that was so fun, but I'd, I'd much rather be like hitting in front of 40,000 people than be doing stand up. <laughs> so um, I think for me, like it's, it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking up there. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather be in a high pressure situation, bases loaded, two outs, bottom of the ninth, than, than up there trying to be funny. <laughs> it's, it's a tough job. I'm sure. Speaking of bases loaded, before you came on with us, I was kind of thinking about some of your top Mets moments. You're going into year six, and you've had so many. And we kind of wanted to get your opinion on your top three moments so far in your Mets career to this um, point. How would you rank them? I think number one, um, I mean, 2022, I think uh, hitting home run in the playoffs, like uh, go ahead home run in the playoffs. That was, I think, for team-wise and what it meant, I think that was that was probably the most exciting. Um, I think uh, my second most is in 2022 again, where it was the day that Max got his 200th win and we clinched a playoff spot for the first time in six years. And um, hitting a home run off Corbin Burns, like to get Max that win, his 200th win, like he's had such a illustrious career and for him to like get that 200th win and especially mean that it's going to send us to the playoffs. I think that was, that was really darn cool. And, um, I mean, I think one of the coolest things and personally, I don't know, like, I mean, anything that's involving like us winning and, and betterment for the team, like we've had like some awesome walk-off wins. We've had like people make some sick plays and, um, I think the one thing I'm really most looking forward to is my first opening day at City Field with people in the stands this year. So, believe it or not, it's sixth year here. 19, we started on the road. 2020 was COVID. I'm not counting that. 2021 on the road, 2022 on the road, 2023 on the road. So, this is my first actual opening day at City Field, and I'm, I'm juiced. That's awesome. I'm juiced. March 28th, be there. A couple other moments to pick from. Walk off against the Yankees. I know that there was no one in the stands, but that was the first home game after Tom Seaver passed away. Mm -hmm. So there was so much meaning there. Yes. Your grand slam against Cleveland last year. Oh, that was so fun. That was that was electric in the black uniforms. Yes. That was a really good one. And of course, number 53 against Mike Bolton average back in 2019. Yeah, that so. was, that, those are awesome. Um, I still think my, yeah, the walk off against the Yankees was fun, but. In the rain, that was, yeah. that was a special moment. And that game was so back and forth. Yes, it was. That was a that was a good one. But I still think um, I think my favorite home run against the Yankees. It was uh, bottom of the ninth. Chapman's up. He hung a slider, and then I tie it, and then we uh, and then we win the game in extras, which was so sick. Um, that was that was a really good one. Now, talking about your past a little, one of your buddies, Harrison Bader, just joined the team. Yes, we got to talk to Harrison yesterday. What an electric guy. Yes. Just so much fun. We had a blast with him. And we asked him to tell us a story about you. Yes. And do you have any guess of what, like, family-friendly story he can tell us? There's a lot of, there's a lot of stories. Uh, there's a lot of stories because, like, I mean, being in college, like, there's a lot of things that happens. And for him, he was, uh, he was like an older brother at the time. He was, uh, he was a year older than me. He's kind of seen the ropes. I mean... He was my locker mate then, and he's my locker mate now, which is like kind of funny in full circle. So, God, I don't, I don't know. What do you, what do you say? <laughs> I'm curious. There's a lot. <laughs> he told us about the time that in batting practice, a ball, a ball you hit ricocheted and broke your nose. Yes. Right before Omaha. <laughs> right before the College World Series. Yeah. Oh, God. So <laughs> that was 
that was awful uh, wearing the softball wearing the softball helmet. So we had these um, so we had these pitching machines that had like these uh, auto fill hoppers. So you turn it on, balls rotate, and then it drops balls. So you don't need anyone there to uh, to feed you feed balls in the machine and get working. So for me, I just put the bucket of balls in the hopper, turn it on, turn the machine on, and then I went to get some early work. And one of the balls was cut and the machine was was uh, humming pretty good. And I felt like it was one of those hellacious sinkers that if I didn't swing and hit it, it was gonna hit me in the shins or kneecaps. And then I'm like, oh God, ball hits off of uh, the home plate and then hits comes back up and crushes my nose. And then my nose is on the other side on the face. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm, I'm bleeding. Um, and then I, I'm like, what just happened? I, I it's like all of a sudden I swung and then I'm on the ground and then I go like this. I'm like, I'm like, oh God. And then I walk in, I think I asked somebody, is, does my nose look okay? And then it's like, yeah, you're fine. And, I, I, and then I look in the mirror and my nose is like completely oh, on the other man. side of my face. And I'm like, you liar. And then Bader's in there, uh, Bader's in the training room, like coming in. He's like, what happened? And I got my, I'm, I got like my hand on my nose. I'm like, I got blood all over my face. I'm like, he just starts laughing. He's like, what happened? He's, I'm like, long story. So then we actually have a game that night and me, my delusional thinking, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get it reset. And then I'm gonna go play that night. And then it turns out that I needed a, a bunch of Novocaine. I needed like shots in my nose so the doctor could reset it. And then by that time I'm like, hey, what time is it? Can I play? And it's like eight o'clock. Um, and I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so I didn't play, and then I ended up playing that weekend. Uh, so Carson Fulmer was in the mound. Walker Bueller was Sunday. Yeah, we and then uh, Tyler Beatty's was Saturday. So they had a really star. Vanderbilt had a star-studded, yeah, all big leaguers. And then it's like, okay, now you have to. I had all the the nose thing. I he had called the, it the Hannibal Lecter mask. Yeah, well, it was, it was really a softball helmet. It was the most demoralizing yeah. thing ever. And then on defense, I had to wear the softball mask because my oh. nose was still, if I wanted to play, they wouldn't clear me if because my nose wasn't set still. It's like, hey, you have to wear the softball mask because if you take, if ball hits you in the face or anything, you're going to need like really bad reconstructive surgery. You still had a tank job. I actually had Justine in the clip like two days before Harrison told us. Yeah. And I was like, why is he wearing that thing? Now I understand, but you hit a ball straight away center, like 450 in Omaha. Yeah. Not easy to do, but that's what the polar bear does. Darn right. Pete, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat with us here this morning. A little chilly, so we appreciate you oh, giving us some, some good minutes. Best of luck. Thank you. We'll see you down the road. Thank you. Thank you guys. Pete.